everybody. Welcome to Living La Vita Local Podcast, a retro gaming podcast for some of your retro gaming needs. You are needs. sticking to that, aren't you? <laughs> well, I don't know what else to say. Like, is it we need to, like, you know, don't, don't mix up my brain Sorry. this many episodes in. Like, is it like, you come up with something then, you shit. <laughs> Unbelievable. Smash that like button. Smash it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyway, I'm Faz and I'm angry now. <laughs> I'm rich and I'm, I don't know what, cantankerous? Irritating. I'm irritating. <laughs> and the voice you've just heard there, hopefully you should know from everybody that listened to last week's episode, is... The voice of reason. The voice of reason, yeah. Paddy Gunn. Hi, Paddy. Hey, I'm one beer deep. I'm, I'm off the deep end. There we go. This is good because uh, we didn't talk in the last episode about beers, but I did want to speak to you about... The, you know, general, um, what what is beer like in, in Switzerland? What have you got and what can you get? What can you access? Oh, man, it's, uh, it's well, beer, beer is a big deal in Switzerland, I'll put it that way. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's very important um, kind of locally, mm. like pretty much any town, any town or city or even village that you go to will have its 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 own brewery and and kind of that'll be the first and foremost thing that they serve you in a bar. You know, if you just ask for a, a beer, they'll give you whatever the local one is. Yeah. Um but and and but there's there's some kind of bigger brands um that you know you, you'll see in all the supermarkets. And to be fair that there's there's quite a few international ones that have broken through. So Brewdog for example is pretty big um over here. All right, okay. Um but I, but I, I try and I try and uh, stick to as many of the local ones as I can. So tonight, first beer was a Zwickel beer from Valaisan, mm. um, who are a brewery down in Sion in the Valais Canton. And uh, the, the Zwickel beer is like um, unfiltered, so okay. it's like a oh. like an unfiltered lager. And, uh, I'm just about to start their white IPA uh, for my second beer. Nice, nice. I I like. I I don't understand what the differences are between white and black IPAs, but I always like white and black IPAs. Like as in when someone like as in like, you know, like they seem to have a bit of a kick and mm. edge to them when someone presents one to me. So that sounds like it's lovely. I, I did a little I did a little bit of research. My research extended to a Google search for about three minutes on the walkover. Feldschlossen, is that is that a, a big big brand over in Switzerland, I believe? I don't know. Yeah that's 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 one of the bigger ones. Um I think they're Basel based, okay. um, uh, very nice. Um, as Rich often says, very quaffable. Mm. Always, always nice to uh, be quoted back to yourself. Wait, wait a minute. Is that like, have you got a catchphrase kicking off there? Uh, that sounded like I've got a catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm um, having that. <laughs> how much? How close much? to me. So close to me in, in, uh, Lutern, there's Eichhoff, which is, which is pretty big too. Yeah. Uh, you'll get that pretty much everywhere. And then there's like Cockfab. Um, Valaisan's pretty big, uh, but yeah, it, like I said, it's, it is a big deal here. They do take beer super seriously, so it's, um, it's how much you, is you're, it, never far from, you're never far from beer. How much is it like a sort of uh, do, do they serve it in pints or do they serve it in two thirdsies? Or uh, see, so you get you get uh, you get uh, 300, 400, 500 mils, yeah, hmm. cool, right, and. Since the three hundred and four hundred are pointless, how much is a five hundred? <laughs> uh, depends. It depends where you go. It depends what you order. Yeah. Um, Switzerland. Switzerland is 
undeniably an expensive country. Um, and, and beer is no different. Like it will cost you a fair bit if you get a big beer in one of the big cities. But if you're out in the sticks and you get like a kind of local, local brew, a couple of francs, you okay. know, for a big beer, it's yep. really not that bad. I know what that means. Yep. A couple of francs. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in. Right. <laughs> Pushes his francs across the table. Focus style. <laughs> Give me a beer. Oh, so, um, where did, where did we leave it off last time? So we, we talked about um, FIFA football last time um, and I promised that we were going to talk a little bit about our football fanship. I looked that up. Fanship is a word on Urban Dictionary here in the UK. So therefore I'm using <laughs> it. Official. Yeah. Um, you know, supportership. It, like, so let's just start with the Billy Bob basics uh, before we get into any video games and chat about what we're going to talk about this week, which is football manager. Um, so... Paddy, you mentioned the last pod that you support Leeds United. Uh, I and obviously you mentioned as well that you'd been to Luzerne the other other night as well. And have you, you know, tell us a little bit about how what age you started supporting Leeds at, and you know, like as in and other teams that you might have picked up as sort of friendly fodder around you as well that you kind of have an affinity for. Any anyone like that at all? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I've been a Leeds fan for as long as I can remember. Uh, that was never never an option. Um, with my dad, <laughs> despite because I mean, despite growing up in Dublin um, in the nineteen sixties and seventies, Leeds were obviously pretty big mm. at that point. So my dad picked them up as a team, and then eventually came to live in Leeds. And when I was born, it was very much kind of decided, you know, this is who you're following. I mean, it started off pretty well. First season I was alive, we won the we won the title, um, won the old Division One title, the last one before the Premier League. Really, really bad from there. <laughs> um, so great for my dad, not so much for me. Uh, I did have a, a we, we had that brief foray in the Champions League in like uh, ninety nine to two thousand and one, and then mortgaged all of the money that the club had on continuously qualifying for the Champions League. Didn't and blew up. Mortgaged it all on <laughs> Olivier Decor. <laughs> But you had you've had Bielsa recently, you know. Like that's uh, yeah, as no, I'm those, reminded. Were, those were those were good years, and, and we paid for them. We paid for them hard. <laughs> uh, Jesse Marsh. I'm, I'm reminded constantly uh, by all the um, the telephone exchange boxes that the, the, the yeah that yeah. Burley Banksy uh, paints around Leeds and and <laughs> leaves really sad murals of Bielsa sat in his little box, and I feel really yeah. bad about it. <laughs> no, he was uh, he was just. Um, yeah, he was someone else. What a guy! Yeah, and in uh, terms of, uh, I guess other sort of other teams and and things that you've kind of maybe had a little hand in or anything that you've got, you know, any any love for that is obviously not the same extent of Leeds United, but you know, is there anyone else you kind of feel like you like watching them or enjoy the results? I mean, yeah, there's, there's like football. I mean, there's loads really. You know, like you, you you mentioned it in the first pod. You know, I am a I am a bit of a fanatic when it comes to football. You know, I, I watch. I'll watch anything. Um, you know, if there's uh, recently the all the European qualifiers have started, and mm. I'm obviously focusing on the Swiss teams. But you know, if, I, if I'm waiting for a Savet uh, versus Genk, you know, at eight o'clock <laughs> on a Tuesday evening, and um, I don't know, there's a Slovakian team playing a Slovenian team at five o'clock. I'll try and find a stream of that. You know, stick that on in the background while I'm looking after my son. Um, but I guess. A uh, couple of teams, if I had to kind of pick out some. Uh, Richie mentioned Dortmund in the last 
pod. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, Franzi, is a huge Dortmund fan, so so I've kind of become a by proxy fan of Dortmund. Um, went to the Westfalenstadion a couple of years back, which was absolutely crazy. Stood in the yellow wall, watched them play Stuttgart, which was absolutely awesome. Nice. Um, always had a bit of a soft spot for Plymouth. My best, one of my best friends growing up, Joe, he was a, a Plymouth fan and a Leeds fan because his dad was a Plymouth fan. I think it was probably my third ever football game was at Bootham Crescent in York, watching York play Plymouth on like a Friday night back in the old Division 3 or Division 4. And it, it, there was like three people in the entire stadium, including us. I, I love that. <laughs> I love it so much. That's, that's... So, nice to see Nice to see Plymouth back in the championship. Um, looking forward to seeing Leeds play them this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, it, when it comes to Swiss teams, for example, um, like I mentioned before, I, I try and visit as many stadiums as I can. And because I do the pod and I do a bit of writing about Swiss football, I'm trying to remain uh, kind of unconnected to any team. Yeah. But I kind of just want to see. I just want to see them do well. You know, I want to. I want to get some interesting stories out there. But Lucerne are probably the closest team to me and their stadium's great really easy to get to and they're a really solid little fan base so mm. um, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Luton yeah um, and obviously like you said you went there the other night and I saw on you know on your Instagram they did some great photos and stuff and did a really great breakdown of it on, on the podcast as well so um, it's nice to be able to live and breathe that through mm. you and stuff so is there, is there any like stadium um apart from Luzerne's that you'd say that is your favorite one that you've been to so far when you've been doing your travels and stuff um a, a massive shout out to um FC Ascona down in the uh, Italian speaking part which is kind of where I started the whole journey of going to as many stadiums as I can mm. um Franzi and I were on a holiday down there and we were we went on this we went on this really long hike from the hotel we were staying in down um, the Majora River that, that feeds into Lago Majora. And we walked past on the left-hand side this, this stadium, we looked it up, and it was FC Ascona, and they just so happened to be playing that night. So we thought, well, let's come down. There's no way that you can't just buy tickets on the door. You could. It was like five francs for a ticket, basically like, I don't know, three quid to get in. And it's just this, you know, to call it a stadium is an overstatement. It's three sides of the pitch are just standing bars, and then they've got this one seated stand. Um, and I've since been back there again, and the next time we go, I'll, I'll probably try and go back again to watch Ascona play again. And they play in maybe the seventh tier of Swiss football. Um, but I don't know, something about that stadium, they've, they always, they've always got a barbecue during the game, so you can go down and get a sausage or a burger or something. You know, The players come off the field and they go get a beer. <laughs> and they've been subbed off, Wonderful. you know. Um, so I've got to give them a shout out. That's I, I absolutely love that little stadium. Um, that's exactly what what football is for me. I, I I do like to go to the big ones, and you know, you get the great atmospheres. But you know, football is those little provincial stadiums, the the ones in the tiny towns that people just go to on a you know a weeknight to go watch their team play mm. just down the road. Yeah, um, no, I absolutely love it there. Brilliant, cool. All right, Rich, you're up. Me. So tell us about your football fanship, and <laughs> you know, like you so said, you've already mentioned Berkshire Blues are the boys. Uh, <laughs> you know, on the previous it podcast may as well. <laughs> <laughs> may as well be. Um, so yeah, for for my sins, I'm a Reading fan, um, and um, I, I I can't remember exactly how it came about. I think I'd maybe just um, 
like seen it a couple of times on telly and started pestering my parents to go and ended up going with my dad. Um, and, um, you know, it's not quite like, um, like Paddy's situation where the, the, the fandom was bequeathed to me, mm. um, or anything like that. Um, you know, we went and, and earned it at the same time. Um, and this, this would be back when they were playing at Elm Park and the first game I went to was in, I think it was 1995. They're playing Luton, something like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, lo- loved it. Mm. Absolutely loved it. Um, and, uh, have, you know, kind of stuck with them ever since. And it, it's sometimes stronger, sometimes lesser, um, and all that kind of stuff, but it's always been there. Um, yeah. you know, just humming away in the background. Um, and yeah, like it, it's, it's one of those things that sure we've had a couple of um, you know moments in the the Premier League and all that kind of stuff and you know a lot of those players and a lot of the um, staff are, are still beloved by the the club um, and quite a few of them are still knocking around in, mm. in various various roles um, but like I've I've always really liked the Championship like as a place to to be a fan yeah because it always feels like anyone can beat anyone like yeah. it's it's so competitive there's none of this kind of Moneyball stuff, or there used to be less of it, at least. Um, and um, you know, it it would always be engaging and tense and nerve wracking and and terrifying and elating in in equal measure. Um, obviously, it, it's um, I say obviously, it's not obvious for everybody. But Reading have been relegated, <laughs> um, and there there's a lot of um, like off field. It snags issues, however you want to put it. Yeah. Um, of a financial nature, um, and like previously when we've had um, you know, rough patches, we've we've kind of relied on what our our academy, um, Iceland and Ireland. I think really are the kind of three pillars that, that propped the club up for a long time. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how much, if any, of of those things, you know, get us through this time. Like we're, we're a young squad again. Um, whether or not we're a full squad is is up for debate oh, at no. time of recording. <laughs> um, but you know, it it keeps things interesting. I dare say. Um, and yeah, like it, it's it kind of ties me to home mm. still. You know, um, and and I appreciate it for that. Um, but it you know also means that like moving up here, especially when we were in the championship, like there were quite a few options for going and seeing them, um, you know, playing somewhere different. Mm. And like, I've, I've been to see them at um, Huddersfield yeah. quite a few times. Lovely place. Mm. Like I'm, I'm usually going over on great. my own. John Smith Stadium like, is wonderful. It's, it's a great stadium, but like I'm traveling on my own normally. And like all the staff there have been like dead nice yeah. and like all that kind of stuff. I'm like really welcoming and, mm. and all that. Um, and you know, I've, I've, I will forever in a day be waiting for Reading and Leeds to be in the same <laughs> league, <laughs> I thought it was going to happen, and then alas, because um, uh, I can't I, reciprocate that. Rich, apologies. Yeah, no, that is completely understandable. <laughs> Stay out of my league. Completely understandable, um, especially at the you moment. Guys, um, you guys still have the uh, the record for the highest championship points total, I believe, don't you? We do, yes, but it very nearly got taken off. Six or something like that. Lee. Yeah, one hundred six. Yeah, um, it's under. Brian McDermott, who was um, that's the one. Sadly, not not so successful at Leeds, but I did like him. He's a lovely bloke. Yeah, yeah, he is. And um, you know, he came back like Reading had their um, I think it was their hundred and fiftieth year mm. um, celebrations a, a season or two back, and he came back to 
coach one of the teams and uh, Steve Coppel. 150 years? Are they yeah, like, yeah. Like, really? they wow. are an old club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why it's all the more frustrating, like all the, the stuff that's happening at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like there's a, a lot of a lot of people associated with the, the two Premier League runs that um, have, have stuck close to the club or like they've come back at the tail end of their careers to try mm. and help out or they've taken up positions with the youth team. And like it, it seems to be a club that just, you know, has that kind of appeal for a lot of people like yeah. they, they seem to genuinely like the place for reasons that i can't fathom sometimes <laughs> um but like there there is a there is a something about it i think yeah. um and yeah like i'm you know no, nowhere near as, as as versed in the game as as paddy is for like going other places and stuff like that but like i will forever in a day be quietly annoyed with myself that um I never got to see FC um, Haiphong play when I was in Vietnam because mm. um, my wife um, taught English over there for a little bit. And, you know, I walked past that stadium quite a few times. And, um, like, <laughs> I still remember that there was this one guy in, like, a fabric shop we ended up in one time, like, this old, old guy. And, like, he didn't speak a lick of English. I barely spoke any Vietnamese at all apart from, like, hello. Um, but we were having a conversation in mime about football because he noted we were English, yeah, and, and, and all that kind of <laughs> That's stuff. Great. Yeah, and like he was the striker. <laughs> but I'll never know. <laughs> And that's the thing that makes me sad. Could have got his autograph. Um, but eighty-seven, like, eighty-seven-year-old striker, <laughs> FC Highfall. Um, like it, it's one of those things that, like, I could, I could totally appreciate um, where Paddy's coming from, where he says, like, you know, you end up in these weird and wonderful places, and yet there's that thing that you know kind of brings everybody or a lot of people together. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you know, instantly that means that potentially you've, you've found some more of your people, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and there's something incredibly special about that. Mm. Um, and like, not to mention the, the, the memories that, that go with it, you know, like seeing Reading lose to Bolton in the playoffs on telly and stuff like that. Like Reading are on the telly, for yeah. God's sake. Like, you know, <laughs> or like I've, I've got the, the program from my first match, like in, yeah. in the wardrobe still. And that's not because I kept the program from the first time around. I went on eBay and I fucking bought it again, like in a fit of nostalgia. Um, and yeah, it, it's there is there's just something about the sport that just it's like a, a, a background sort of baseline. Yeah, um, but, but that's yeah. that's, that's, that's love Um it's, it's funny you should mention um, programs, um, and I still have a lot of mine from when I visited Anfield when I was a child. So I'm a I'm a Liverpool fan. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm from Carlisle in Cumbria, but and I do support Carlisle, like you know, occasionally. Yeah, <laughs> more occasionally than um, I follow them, like a lot. You know, that isn't I guess online and things. Like yeah, you know, yeah. I read match reports and I'm interested in what goes on with the squad and things. So I support them. You know, if Liverpool didn't exist, I'd support them just as much as I support them now, really, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my grand's from Liverpool and um, my uncle Mike um, used to take me to games when there used to be the McDonald's stand at the back of the cop. £9 for a ticket for a child in 1995. You know, it's just incredible, really, to think that you could even do yeah, that. Yeah, nine quid. You used to get the bus That's down. Now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you used to get the, the Liverpool supporters bus down. You'd have to fill a paper slip in to say how many of you were going and stuff and everything like that. Um, and the reason I mentioned the programme at the start is because, like I say, I've got them all 
I've got them all saved up at home. Um, and one of them specifically, I remember that it's got snow dripping down the writing on the front from, I think it was the 23rd of December, 1995, my first Liverpool game, when I saw Robbie Fowler score a hat-trick against Arsenal when they were 3-1. And, um, you know, I named my first hamster Robbie, like... <laughs> 23, <laughs> 23 is one of my favourite numbers, you know, Robbie Fowler's first number. Like, is in, it just, it seeped into your veins, like you said, mm. like, in, just incredibly, like, that feeling, like, initially where you were just involved in something. And the bonding process I had with my uncle over that and stuff. My uncle's on my dad's side of the family, you know, like, a little bit younger than my, my dad and his three brothers. But, um, you know, um, just having that, with somebody at that age and everything in, you know, whether it's a friend or in your family and things and having someone that kind of cast their wing over you and say, look, come and let's come and do this together. Um, you know, and my second game I went to was the Newcastle four, three game, you know, everyone cites as the best premier league game of the, you know, the, I uh, guess. Absolutely class, yeah. Do you know what I mean? 1996 and Egan, stuff. Egan slumping over the, uh, advertising yeah. audience. <laughs> and you know, I, I, I was so small. I like to stand on my seat whenever the ball came down the cop end. So, I fell off my. I missed the Colomon goal because I'd fallen off my seat. Like it's like so I'm on the floor. Like as in my uncle's jumping up and down. Like yeah, it's like you know, and then the, the entire crowd. I'm like, I guess we scored then. Like the ball happened. Yeah. But, um, you know, just seeing Fustino Espria scoring at the other end and going three three, and you just you know like you feel your stomach sink and oh just. The emotions you get with football are just incredible, really. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's, it's like it's like nothing else. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I, I want to sort of do my shout out a little bit for Carlisle, and and probably like you know the amount of games I went to when, um, well, certainly one game that I remember very specifically when I was younger as well. It was in nineteen ninety nine when they escaped relegation from what was Division 3 at the time. So basically to get relegated out of the official league tree. Um, and we we needed to win. And we were losing 1-0 to Scarborough with sort of half an hour to go. And then David Brightwell, our centre-back, scored an absolute screamer from nowhere to go 1-1 with 20 minutes to go. Um, and um, yeah, and... and Sorry, no, it was Scarborough who were going to get relegated instead of us. Um, and then the 94th minute, we get a corner and everybody in the crowd shouting to our goalkeeper, go on, get up, Jimmy Glass, go on, get up, go on, get up the pitch. And you see him and he asks the manager. You see, And being in the stadium, you see that. You see him yeah. putting his hands up and he's saying to the manager, yeah, and then he just goes. And then you get the corner come in, it gets nodded down and he just pokes it in. And the the pin drops silence for a second when that ball <laughs> hits the back of the net. And then, and, and at the time, like, as in, in the, it was almost like all the supporters that came together and there was more people going to that game to be like, look, we might see Carlisle escape the drop. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in the amount, and, and then just everybody piling on the pitch, like the biggest pile on I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I mean, like, you know, and I'm, so I am what, 11 years old and I'm stood on top of the dugouts and you know, it's just like, it's just going crazy. Just like, you know, just this moment in time where there's so many people just sharing like this absolute unbridled joy over something that it's just, you know, like it's obviously it means something, you know, but it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's just like, you know, all, but then, 
you know, it's just like, you know, then September ticks over. It's like, oh, another season. Yeah, <laughs> we'll like, go again. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy like, to kind of have that feeling, um, you know. And then going back to Liverpool, you know, the, yeah, I, I cried, you know, watching Istanbul in, in 2005 and stuff and just seeing that and my friend Matt, you know, like, he's in heat. It, like, we... We were getting beat three 0 He was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go to Tesco, get some, you know, get some snacks and beers and stuff. This is this game is done or whatever." He comes back. It's, <laughs> yeah. He comes back. It's three three, and he's like, "I can't watch any more of the game, so I'm just gonna sit in the. I'm gonna sit in your hallway. You can shout to me what's happening because I'm obviously a bad like bad omen and stuff. And it's just like crazy stuff around the game of football. Um, oh, I, I feel that I do that. I do that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, you just like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna leave and I'm not gonna watch, and, and that'll mean that we'll win. Yeah, yeah, um, and and yeah, and you know, and recent times, I guess the whole time I've been Liverpool sport, you know, and, and I I count myself as a very lucky football fan in so much. Obviously, we've won a lot of trophies. I guess, like you know, comparative, like the only one team wins one thing every mm-hmm. season and things. So, you know, like we've won a lot of trophies over the sort of the last sort of about thirty years, really. Even though they had like a dry patch, really. And, and winning the Premier League, even during the COVID year and stuff, and that, and, and me not really clicking on that it was going to happen when City were getting beat by Chelsea, and I'm here, I'm just here watching the BBC Sport ticker on a Thursday night, and there's no fans in the stadium, and just <laughs> and I'm like, we're about to win the league after so long, and it's just like it's not meant to happen. Like we were like thirty points ahead of them, and we're just like, I was still like, oh, wait, what's happening? Like, I don't understand. Like, is in you know, and then that weird sensation that it was like. You couldn't go out and celebrate with anybody, so I'm just there on the on the phone to my friends, just sort of like we just won the league, like it's so <laughs> weird, like it's in, but we deservedly we did it and stuff, and you know I don't know, just um yeah, being very lucky as a, a football supporter, but um you know, and I know you guys have probably had maybe a harder time, and Cal got promoted again this year as well, which is great, you know, from League Two to League One for the first time in a long time, and. Yeah. A couple of great games that I remember watching when Leeds and Carlisle played, and I've spoke to you, you know, ad infinite, and you know, like is in you know about this paddy before where I was watching in the Sky Rack in Headingley in Leeds as a Carlisle fan, and you know, like is in one of these games and stuff, and it's just like you know, like I'm here just like drunk out my mind, just going, hey, Carlisle, and just like there it's like what, thirty Leeds fans, like who's this guy? It's it's funny actually for for, for two teams that. I would say historically haven't had a lot of interaction over the years and in different leagues, you know, for, for decades. Mm. There was that one period kind of, you know, when we were in League One yeah. for three seasons where we kind of built up a little bit of a rivalry with Carlisle. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Carlisle at that point were kind of pushing in League One into the playoffs. and We, we, we played during the playoffs, I think, in 2008 yeah. when we lost to Donny Rovers in the final. Um and we played you in the JPT in the Johnson's Paint Trophy as well, where you guys beat us uh, in two-leg semi-final to go into the final at Wembley. And I remember it was um, it was on penalties, actually, that, that Carlisle won. And there was a pitch invasion at, uh, at the ground. Typical. And I remember because it, it was big, big, big kind of like outrage in Leeds was that one of your fans decked one of our players coming on the <laughs> Yeah, that, that sounds... Carl, uh, so... I think it was... Uh... I think it was Paul Huntington or something got an absolute clobbering face as if But he played for us, that's why probably it's probably like a <laughs> vendetta or something. <laughs> vendetta. But it's like it is funny, isn't it? Just sort of like, you know, I mean we you know, 
joke about it a little bit, like football hooliganism is a horrible thing, but it does go part and parcel with the sport that people get carried away at some yeah, vital that, moments like that, right. where it's like, you know, that person was probably like, oh, no, I've just hit an actual football. <laughs> so, oh, no. Like, uh, so, I think he was, he was probably too heavily under the influence of a certain powder to care to be Oh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, right then. So, yeah, that was, that was a lovely little shoot along sort of, I guess, football-loving you know, football memory lane. Football memory lane. Um, so not just a retro gaming podcast, but a retro football gaming, you know, chat there. Uh, but we do want to talk about some games this week as well, and we wanted to concentrate on Football Manager as a series. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you guys know the difference between Championship Manager and Football Manager? Just as a, a quick question, didn't one become uh, the other? Hmm. Yeah, same series. I think. I think Sega bought it, and then. Uh... Became football manager, right? Yeah. So, um, is it Edos or Idos? Inter- Idos. 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 I always said, yeah. Yeah. So those are the guys that made it basically right. uh, as championship manager. I think it was nineteen ninety two, um, and yeah. when it came round to, funnily enough, um, sort of two thousand five, two thousand six, and that's one of the ones I'm going to be looking at, which is the first one on the PSP. Um, that's when um, they split uh, with... Who were they? Uh, I can't remember who it was now. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Sports Interactive are the guys that made it. Yes. And IDOS yes. were the guys that published it. Yeah, Got and then they split from IDOS and then worked with Sega. Right. And then they've been working together ever since. I was going to say, because IDOS used to sponsor uh, City. They, they did, yeah. yeah. Shithouses oh. <laughs> back in the day, and now they still are. Um, so, but... Yeah, IDOS um, still held the rights to the name. Oh, it's one of those. So, yes. Yes. so basically, Sports Interactive and Sega became Football Manager and continued to, but they had the rights to the database and uh. continued to become the most, the more successful one because actually there was still some Championship Manager games still kicking about where IDOS still published Championship Manager. Right. And because I yeah, have. You're totally right. Yeah, I've got a Championship Manager game and a Football Manager game for the PSP from the very first year of the PSP, uh, which is really weird. Okay. I've played them both, and they're very similar, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's yeah. I just thought it was just interesting that that's how um, you know they became to be really. So um, yeah, um, should we do it in the reverse order that we did last time in terms of people speaking Stuff. about sort of yeah. games and things? So um paddy have you had a little dabble on a football manager you said you still keep up to it so i mean is it this year's football manager you've been playing or no no it's it's not i you know what i actually i actually do have this year's um which i bought on a bit of a whim uh not so long ago or maybe maybe last year's i think i have um but i really to be completely honest just did not have the time to kind of get into it mm. um before this but what i did do was um load up the latest version i had other than that which was 2017 so football manager 2017 um and i I referenced in the previous pod that one of the things that really annoys me about football manager and it always has um is that you can you can be as meticulous as you want you can set up the tactics in any way you want you can go right down to the fine details of the player instructions of the, the details of the scouts that you send out and, you know, the specific things that you're looking for, the stats in terms of, you know, uh, passing and heading and tackling and whatever, uh, or mentality and all that stuff. Um, you can spend days before you even get to a game setting things up just the way you want them. Yeah. 
And then it comes down to what the AI wants to happen in that game, which 99 times out of 100 is to fuck you over somehow. <laughs> it does always feel like it's a bit it of a is, roll of a dice. <laughs> it is soul-crushing, some of the things that have happened to me on Football Manager and Championship Manager over the years. Like, I, you know, I think back on them like stress streams, you know, the last day defeats, the, the relegations, the sackings, the cup final losses, the Champions League <laughs> final losses, you know, that have happened to me over the years where I've just wanted to put my computer through a window. The very, very worst, the worst of the worst was um, actually one of the best games of football manager I ever had, which was 2012. And I took Braintree Town from <laughs> the Conference South to the Premier League. Um, <laughs> and I got, to, I got to the Europa League final Braintree Town. I think it must have been something like twenty thirty five, something like that. <laughs> Still time. I was going to say, like, yeah. and I was like, "This is this is the culmination of everything I've done with this game." And I think I played um, AC Milan or something like that. And I and I lost four nil, four nil oh. in the final. Didn't even close. <laughs> I think I had like two shots on target, and I I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what do I do now? What was all of that for? <laughs> what's, the, what's the point anymore? But like, did you I not... Remember, I, remember, I remember specifically at the end of the season getting like, you know, the end of season review from the, from the boardroom and then being like, you fucking prick losing that final. <laughs> <laughs> I you know what I've done for Braintree. <laughs> <laughs> the name's on the stadium, you bastards. <laughs> the Bill Belichick of Braintree. <laughs> but like, did you ever like just cheat though, like and just save before the game and just keep on spamming oh, I've, I've it until that. the yeah, AI yeah, yeah, works? Yeah. I've had games like that where um, there's some great ways to cheat on Football Manager. Like you know, the 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 easiest thing is. And it's the most time-consuming, but you know, you just um, add a manager and take over the team you play in next, and just fuck their tactics. You know, play everybody <laughs> on the right-hand side of the pitch, put a centre-back in goal, and all that kind of stuff, and you end up winning like fifteen nil every week. That gets boring pretty quickly. The, the 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 best way to cheat, or the kind of most challenging way, I guess, is to give yourself a little bit of a leg up. Is to go to like a conference side, take over a city. Um, and buy one of your players for like five mil, you know, something that, that, you know, the board consider fairly reasonable for a young player or something and give yourself just a decent budget for the, for the conference and then see how far you can get with that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just always bugs me that you could put so much time and effort into it and then the, you know, the game would just go, nah, don't really <laughs> like that tactic. That doesn't work for me. Um, you know, don't like that player. I don't think he's going to have a good game this time. And it's just, I, I need a bit more control over it. Um, so what I did was I, I said, right, I'm going to load up 2017 and I'm just going to speed run a season. Yeah. I'm just going to go as fast through a season as I can. So I, I went to Switzerland and I uh, took over Savet uh, in yes. Geneva. My new favourite team since the other night. I'm, I'm literally... I'll send you a picture for the for the Instagram, but I'm wearing their uh, training gear right now. Are you? <laughs> um, yeah. 
And, uh, and I picked them because around this time, uh, Savet had been relegated from the Super League for financial problems. They'd gone right down to like the, um, the third tier of the game in Switzerland. And the season before, they'd won the promotion league, as it's called, and had gone into the challenge league, which was the, the second division. So I took over Savet and thought, right, I'll try and get them back to the Super League. Turn up and they have like no money. So zero transfer budget and a minus 1.8 thousand wage budget because they're already way over budget. I'm like, okay, right. So I sell a few players, bring in a few low knees and free transfers and stuff like that. But then I just start simming through games, you know, giving it to my assistant manager and said, like, right, play these tactics, go for the win, see what we do. I think it was about Christmas I got sacked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, to be fair, I was fifth in the league. To get sacked. <laughs> I, was, I was fifth in the league. Um, oh, brief tangent, because this is one of the best stories I've ever heard in my life. I think, I really hope I get this right. Um, I think it was Jerry Francis and I want to say he was coaching I want to say he was coaching Leicester or maybe it was Spurs mm. I can't remember now but basically <laughs> whoever he was coaching wasn't going well so he gets called into the boardroom and he gets told he's being sacked and his response is apparently but it's my birthday oh yeah <laughs> yes I've heard this <laughs> <laughs> oh, Francis maybe it's Trevor Francis maybe I'm the only uh yeah the, <laughs> the only other response you could have possibly had was but it's my first day <laughs> <laughs> you've been here three years Trevor. <laughs> to be fair with the amount of responsibility i gave to my assistant manager it might have been the first time the board ever met me <laughs> brilliant oh you're the guy yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair I was I was fifth in the league, but in order to get like a slightly bigger transfer budget, I had told them that I would win the league by a country mile. So uh, fair play. Yeah. So I, I hang around unemployed for a few weeks, and then the job comes up at Lausanne Sport, who just happens to be in the Super League. So, like many football managers, to be fair, I failed upwards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. got a job in the top league. Um, turned up at Lausanne, having not looked at any kind of details of the club. They are rock bottom of the league about 12 points behind uh, Sion, who were above them. And, um, no, uh, Lugano, sorry. And I'm like, okay, right, so challenges, I keep them up. Went to the last day, even on points with Lugano, I'd made up 12 points, relegated on the last day. I lost, they drew. Oh, no. man. And that was my season. And that, that is football manager. That yeah. is the game. Yeah. If I had to summarise it in a season, that's it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, that is not wrong. Like, when I go from my experience, mine won't be too different. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, and in terms of, like, so I, I'm, again, like, I was a heathen in the last podcast with me playing FIFA up till 2001 and playing again. Like, I've never really played that many football managers since, you know, I'd say um, 2005, 2006, if I'm going to be honest. That is in so... Um, I know obviously you're saying it wasn't, you know, two, was it 2017 you were saying it was? I mean, yeah. it, it, a lot of progression in the game in terms of like, you know, like a, a lot of like different features and things now, or is it just kind of the same oh, as man, it always I mean, has it's, been? It's, or? It's, it's crazy. I mean, my introduction to, to the managerial games was Championship Manager 2001. Um, I got the demo out of a box of Shreddies. Oh, and that is amazing. That is so yeah. good. Yeah, wow. 
and you could play, I think you could play two seasons on the demo. And I loved it so much. I was, I was obsessed with that game, but I just kept playing two seasons as different teams, like mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And then eventually I, I like asked my parents if I could have it, you know, um, got the full version and just played it to death. Um, absolutely adored it and, and I, I still I, I would still say to this day Championship Manager 2001 is my I mean it's in my top five games of all time yeah I love that game it is it is the perfect the perfect level of intricacy but manageability like time manageability like it, it doesn't engulf you by the time I was playing Football Manager 2012 it was already too much it's too much stuff, you know, and, and 2017 and now, God, I mean, the amount of stuff you need to do to get through the game, to play it properly, quote unquote, is for me, it's 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 unmanageable. I, I, I do not have the time or the patience to go through a game like that now. I can't. Football, it's just too much. Football unmanageable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but I, I, it is funny, isn't it? It's, it's interesting that you say that because... I mean, it, like you want to have as much control as possible because that's the simulation part of it. But at the same time, like when it gets to the point where it feels like just too much, like you think, mm. but when does this become a job rather than a video game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Right, Rich, what you got oh, for hang us? On. What are we doing for uh, Oh, sorry, yeah. Score, yeah, we need some score, don't we? Score, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, dude. Give us a score for Football Manager 2017. All right, I feel like I'm... I feel like I can't really give it a fair score because I essentially just, like, said, fuck the game, I'm just going to play it the way I want to play it. <laughs> um, and how about... Well, okay, then give us one for that and then give us one for Championship Manager 2001. You were just very effusive about there. Uh, all right, 2017 I'll give it a I'll give it a seven like it, it's it's um, it, it's a it's a good football manager game it's um, it, it does feel to be fair a bit more responsive like in the sense that if I make certain decisions things will happen as a result of it whereas mm. I think some football manager games I've played over the years it's like why would I make a change it doesn't matter the things are going to happen anyway you know, if I make a change, it, it's not going to have any effect. If I say something to a player, it's not going to have any effect on them. I mean, if you go on to like the kind of football manager memes, the meme pages, you know, it's all like your 21-year-old striker gets his first call-up for Argentina. So you call him in and say, hey, congratulations on getting a call-up for Argentina. And he basically says, right, I want to leave the club now. <laughs> I'm so offended by what you told me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give, I'll give 2017 a, a seven. Like, it was an easy speed run. Uh, I found it quite entertaining. So, yeah, I had fun, despite not doing very well. Despite getting relegated. <laughs> if I, no, I'll tell you what, I'll, tell you what I'll, I'll, I'll give it a six. I'll, I'll give it a six. I just didn't want to give it the same as FIFA last time, but I'll give it a six. Um, championship Manager 2000, two, uh, 2001, 10 out of 10. I, I knew that was <laughs> I, 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 I love that game. I absolutely love it. it it's, I think... It is huge nostalgia glasses, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't care. 
I love it. And that's what I want. Like, is it this is every time we have a guest on reviewing a game, I want there to be one game that is like we, I want the bias. Yeah, I'm here I want for it. the bias. <laughs> but that isn't. But the bias is there on a solid base rock of yeah. That yeah, felt yeah. It, absolutely. When you described that, it felt like one of the most important video games of your life. Yeah. So that is fine. That's the kind of stuff I want to hear about. <laughs> like, I treat this as something more like a book club anyway. So like, I may as well. <laughs> I'm just here for a good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two two hints for people: if you if you do go and find Championship Manager 2001 and play it, which I, I really recommend you do, there are emulators out there you can go and grab. Um, two little hints: number one, Justin Giocellin plays for Northampton Town. He's 16 years old. Sign him; he turns into an absolute world beater. Um, number two, go sign Morton Gamst Pedersen. You guys might remember from Blackburn. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, go sign him. He plays for Tronzo in Norway. He has a 20, uh, 20 rating stat on set pieces. He'll score from corners. Go sign him. That's awesome. That's absolutely cheap. I mean, if there's anything that's ever come for any of our podcasts, there we go. Yeah. I feel like that's really important it's information. Probably the most actually useful information. Now, if somebody goes and finds a box of shreddies from 2001 and gets the demo <laughs> and then does that, that's even more impressive. Bonus points. Tell us you've done it. Pictures or it didn't count. I. I cannot tell you how excited I was when Morton Gams Pedersen signed for Blackburn in real life. I was like, that's my boy, that's my guy. <laughs> I recognise him from the game. Why is he not scoring from every corner? <laughs> he was a very good player, though. Definitely a, you know, de- definitely a Blackburn stalwart. Right, go on then, Rich. Sort us out. Uh, right, so I was I was playing Football Manager Classic. 2014, mm. um, which is a really, really confusing name. Yeah. Um, so I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I think the reason they've gone with the uh, the title is because it actually has like a cross save feature with the p- classic mode on the PC. Oh yeah. So where Paddy was just saying about how they got to a tipping point and suddenly got really sophisticated, I think this was possibly an era where they were trying to basically run two versions of the game in the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Effectively, it is a portable version, not of a PlayStation game, but a PC game, um, which is kind of interesting. Um, CV-wise, for me, pre- prior to this, um, I've, I've dabbled with a bit of Premier Manager 97, um, mainly because, you know, Reading were on there and it was my childhood team, so I could yell at Jimmy Quinn and all that good stuff. Mm. Um, and I maybe played about 20 minutes of Championship Manager 4, um, and that was it. Uh, that's that's all I've got. Um, so you so get relegated then? <laughs> I I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, theoretically. Um, so I kind of had a few alarm bells um, ringing to start with because um, the when you're going in, it's it gives you kind of like a game speed rating. Um, so, oh, yeah, 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 like the, the lower down you pick your team, the more it's got to simulate above you. Right. And so yeah. the slower the game will run. So it's not like you can just pick, say, I don't know, for argument's sake, a team in Skrill South in the sixth tier of English football and just simulate that league and it go at a relatively sensible pace. You have to simulate from the Premier League all the way down, um, and it ran painfully slowly. Wow, painfully slowly. 
um, the the speed rating was like two out of five, um, and it showed like yeah. it, it was it was difficult, frankly, um, and so I I went in um, playing as Farnborough. Yeah, um, known for the air show and a car boot sale that I used to go to quite a lot with <laughs> mum and dad. Um, many a happy hour spent in that multi-story car park, either, either perusing a car boot sale or on a stool. Oh, that um, hurts so much! Shout out to mum and dad for you know uh, the the shenanigans that happened after this. Shenanigans. Um, so. Uh, much as as Paddy found, um, I got in. There was no money, no transfer budget. Seemingly, all of the summer wheelings and dealings were already done at uh, at, at Farnborough at the car boot sale. <laughs> I mean, they may as well have been. <laughs> Seemingly, they they only had defenders. <laughs> it was like someone decided to park the bus for the entire fucking season <laughs> and then hired well, you me. Need that level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the the controls are touch only um and they're really small buttons oh. so if you're trying to like get like wow, nice, nice. it's awful difficult right it's not like there was a, a cursor grimace. that you could move with a, an analog stick none of that touch only unless there's something major that i've missed somewhere and there's wow. a setting but yeah as best i can tell touch only and it, like again like paddy was saying all the stuff you've got to handle like there's some intricate stuff and lots of drop downs and like mm. it is not necessarily a, a very intuitive game um and not only that but sometimes because of the speed it was running at like you you can't react to stuff like you're trying to press a tiny drop down it's like i just need to quick sub my my only attacking midfielder for <laughs> literally anyone in the fucking stadium <laughs> by this point <laughs> um and and you know you can't and already it's like oh he's had a knock he can run it off oh no he's lost a leg um, <laughs> it's all right okay good um, speaking of anybody in the stadium, actually, um, Paddy Power Park, <laughs> which I'm reliably informed Farnborough were playing in. Paddy so, didn't need that stadium after you wanted. Um, I'm actually I'm going to look this up now. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't know if I don't know if they're still there. I don't know if it was a, a thing, but um, seemingly 40 people can make the noise of thousands. <laughs> um, and yet, oh, when this is. This yeah. is quality. Hang on, just one second. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Farn- Farnborough officially play at Cherrywood Road. Right. Um, but for uh, <laughs> for advertising purposes, it's currently called the Easy as HGV Stadium. Nice. <laughs> nice. Absolutely get, brilliant. Get, get that on Swiss Stadia. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going, yeah, in 2013, the stadium was known as Paddy Power Park. Oh, there you go. Deal there you the go. Paddy Power. Um, yeah, they can get a noise out of that crowd of forty people, um, oh, yeah, no. and yet the rest do of the game. Do you want to know? Do you want to know the record attendance? Yeah, oh, go on. Yeah. Can we guess? Can we guess? Oh, go on then. Right, right. absolutely. Yeah. One thousand two hundred ninety-one. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's a slight no. <laughs> um, uh, you'd only be asking if it was really high or really low. Um, I'm going to go thirty-eight thousand. <laughs> 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 and that's and that's what my mum and dad always <laughs> say to me. So go on then, what's what's the, the answer? Uh, well the official capacity is is, is an impressive six thousand five hundred. Okay, big. right, yeah. 
the at the at the easy as HGV Stadium. <laughs> uh, the record attendance is four thousand two hundred and sixty-seven, which was a game between Farnborough FC and Ebbs Fleet United. Oh, those, that's those titans of the game. That's incredible that you'd have so many people at that game. I would have thought like it would be an FA Cup tie that they just kind of got to the third round or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, like... yeah that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but it was a it was a conference South playoff final match. Oh, well, twenty eleven. Oh, well done then. Well, for what it's worth, while we're talking about crowds and all that kind of stuff, all those years that I was living near Farnborough and visited Farnborough, I never knew they had a fucking football team. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, we're all doing some learning. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like the, the matches are creaky. The the crowd noise, even though the stadium is empty, is, is there. And yet the rest of the game has no sound or music or anything whatsoever. Oh, it, no, no. It's a curious... Can't be doing with that. It's a, it is a solemn experience. You know, it's it's serious. Um, and yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's a lot that you can do with it. There's a lot of um, stuff that can happen. It, but it's just the way that the game is trying to run. It always feels like it's creaking under the strain of it. Um, and, and it kind of feels like it... Bit off more than it could chew, mm. really, um, and yeah, I mean that's before you add in the shenanigans of trying to navigate Farnborough through Skrill South, circa two thousand and thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, um, which um, um, how did that go for you? It did not go well. Mm. Um, languishing somewhere around the relegation um, spots, um, I it, it was running so slow. I haven't completed a season or anything <laughs> like that. Wow, um, that's insane. Like, it's it is ponderous in in the extreme um and like you know you have the the kind of 3d um visuals for match days or something like that but i'm trying to like you know speed it up and it's like just switch to text only and stuff like that and and try to help it along but that still doesn't take away from like just the the navigation of the menus between the games and then simulating the the days and stuff like that it is it was very slow i probably would have had a much better time of it had i gone in with like a Premiership team or something like that. Mm. Um, this is this is the thing with with football manager that people kind of forget because you hear the stories about like you know like with me with Braintree for example you know you take a non league team and you get to the Premier League and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's really hard taking over those teams. Yeah. is really really hard because yeah. they're, they're crap and they're crap for a reason. <laughs> and it's, it's really difficult to turn them around. You need to invest like a hell of a lot of time into it. Um, yeah, that, that's yeah it's, it's 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 it's. It doesn't work how people think it will. No, and um, that that very quickly became apparent. <laughs> when, you know, transfer budget of zero, wage budget of basically zero, um, and yeah. yeah, like just trying to to do anything. Um, you know, get a couple of youth players in and, and hope basically that that was it. Um, and I think the 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 most annoying bit, like it, I was basically, it felt like trying to fly a plane that was held together with like rubber bands and dreams you know like it it was only ever heading one way yeah and what made things worse was my players started getting injured then it started suggesting that i could try and buy some microtransactions i i could spend oh. real money to get like a magic sponge to get a player back in the game and yeah. stuff like that no 2017 did this yeah. as well yeah yeah um, and Holy like, shit! I didn't know that was even. Yeah, there were microtransactions thing. for like because I started with no transfer budget, but I could have unlocked it for microtransactions and stuff like that. I could have spent no. real money That's to ridiculous. make my life with Farnborough better. I was like, "Fuck you very much." No, <laughs> um, and so yeah, it, it left a bit of a, a, a sour taste. Not least because 
they're all unavailable now. So even if I'd wanted to, I couldn't have bought them. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it was a, a, a difficult play. Um, and yet there was still some fun to be had. Like there was genuinely like when, when Farnborough were firing on all cylinders, <laughs> which happened maybe once, um, you know, it, it was, it was fun and I could see why people would enjoy it. Um, but this particular version, it, it's, it's too, it bites off far too much. Um, so I'm going to give it a four out of 10 um, yeah. with, with a heavy heart. Um, and I might, Track down a copy of Championship Manager 20, uh, uh, 2001. 2001. Yeah. Eat your shreddies. Eat my shreddies. Uh, All the shreddies. Mm-hmm. Rich, if you, if you find it, get me involved. Oh, there's something bad's going to happen here now. It's going to sound like Championship Manager Retro League's going on. <laughs> cool. So we're just going to take a quick break before we come back for my review and sort of tying up our football chats over the last two weeks. So uh, we'll see you guys in a minute. Hi everybody, we're back. Um, so I guess it's my turn now to talk about a football manager game that I played over the last few weeks. Um, and I picked the first football manager game for the PSP. So that was for the 2005-2006 season. Um, and yeah, it was just interesting to listen to you, Rich, before about how you sort of said that you had the, the speed of the game being an issue for you. It felt like I was penalised for picking a team. Which is really yeah. weird. So I picked Southport in the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that's the fourth tier of football. Fifth tier of football? Fifth tier of football, yeah. Fifth tier of English football. And there was none of that for me. Like the PSP, weirdly enough, like this is one of the positive quirks of it, was that once you did the three-minute upload of the data from the UMD at the start, it didn't even need to read the UMD anymore. Ooh. I know. So So it like preloaded everything. It preloaded everything. That's interesting. So even when I drew back on the save, it didn't go back to the UMD. The battery power I got from the PSP from playing Football Manager was double what I would get from any (laughs) other game playing the PSP. Incredible. Isn't that that amazing? (laughs) It was so good. I was like, I've not charged my PSP in ages. Yeah. And then and then I realised and I looked it up and it was like yeah it doesn't it doesn't spin the UMD anymore it. and you couldn't hear it so you can't even hear anything going on. Wow. Now you do have the no sound situation as well in this one. Yeah. So you are playing a silent console with no disc spinning in the background, no music. I bet that's a weirdly zen experience. It was very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, okay. It was very nice. So, yeah, it's funny that we had, like, almost the opposite experience in so much. There was no game speed drop or anything at all. Um, There's no simulation of the games, like... So it goes back to the old bar information underneath situation, where it tells you, where it just describes you what's going on. Yeah. Fucking love that. As it should be. As it should be. absolutely. Exactly. That's the best part, where it's like, you know, you're waiting for information. I, I don't need 3D models in my football manager game <laughs> so I can see my goalkeeper falling over as the ball comes towards yeah. him. Like, yeah. Doing the things I didn't want them to do. <laughs> it's just like uh, The Simpsons where it's just like <laughs> Homer's got the peewee football. It's like Ralphie's been round. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yes. It's like, it's like the ball's rolling towards you. Just pick it up. Pick up the ball. Pick up the ball. Pick up, don't let it go past you. Don't fall the other way. 
Okay, it's gone in. All right. Well, all right, fine. Yeah, yeah we'll move on. Yeah, we've got to regroup, yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, so, check, yeah. Check the goalkeeper stats. Shot saving. 17. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I went to Southport, fifth tier, um, and a couple of stats. You did a couple of stats about Farnborough, a couple of stats about Southport. Population of Southport, 91,000. Um, the people are called the Sand Grounders, which I thought was a really cool um, name as a population. Sounds like a band name. Yeah, and it oh, probably is. it sounds like Soundgarden. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, famous for golf courses, Lawn Mower Museum nice. and Alexis Sale. Nice. Yeah. Uh, two things I want to share there. Me and Paddy have been to a golf course in Southport together. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> which we had a lovely day out, didn't we, at the British Masters Paddy, which was awesome. So that was absolutely it was a great yeah. day. Um and and actually after that we went back to Manchester and watched the Leeds game. Were they in the playoffs? Was that the playoffs and oh we caught them in the pub, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, 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 it was it was the it was the it was the first leg of the um the playoffs against Derby mm. uh which then resulted in the most horrendous second leg yeah. of my life. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> um, go which well. Depressed, which depressed me it depressed me so much that I came off social media for like two months until the season started again. Wow. It was, it, yeah, it was pretty bad. I remember that now. Um, and the second can I, can I, oh, can I test my Southport FC knowledge? You, 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 you're welcome to. I, <laughs> I have no idea why I know this, but do they play at Hague Avenue? They do play at Hague Avenue, yes. Oh, well done. Go. Excellent. Yeah. Well done. Great work. Um, and uh, so I... Um, I'm aware of a person that has had, um, how do I say this? Where the hell is this going? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Familiar relations in the lawnmower museum. <laughs> I'm sorry. Southport, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'm. All I'm you're, you're saying that someone has sullied the lawnmower museum. <laughs> that's in all I'm at liberty to say. So you I know, no one from the lawnmower museum of Southport is listening to it this. It wasn't Alexis Sale, so it's okay. It's fine. Can I? Can I? Uh, can I specify with another person, right? Not with a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's that's a risky one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and maybe that's what they liked about it. So. Um, <laughs> Danger, <laughs> the danger, the danger. Make really ramp up that long museum, long museum danger. So uh, yeah, like I alluded to before, the game took about three minutes to just fully process at the start, and then after that, it was kind of like ran pretty well. Um, you know, it, it's it is a very basic game in its interface. So um, what can you actually do on this? Really, as a manager, it, it is like super basic. It's like you can buy and sell players, you can pick your team. You can set some ta- tactics. Um, you can sort of set some training. You can go on holiday. <laughs> that, nice. That's that's pretty <laughs> much all. You, holiday. <laughs> that's pretty much all you can kind of do. Like, is in those, oh, that's all I want. But ex- yeah. I, and read the sentence in my notes. Oh, have you I that? don't think I actually want many more options than that. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> it was. It's great. It's just yeah. like you know, what's your team attacking? You know, what's your what's your you know. What does defense do? They press, you know, like, sort of like it's just like you know. Like, <laughs> How's your holiday? Yeah, Lovely. <laughs> yeah, wonderful in the Lawnmower Museum. Uh, so, in terms of the specifics of the season that I ran, um, the board expects a difficult season. We're expected to battle bravely against relegation from the conference. Mm. We've got a small transfer budget to achieve these goals. Um, you know, I couldn't really sign anybody apart from free agents because of the wage limitations. So it was. Like three hundred seventy-five pounds was my wage limitations, um, but 
I had loads of people. It's like so you, you kind of did the search, and it's like uh, transfer listed um, in my transfer range, which is about ten thousand pounds, and then it's like oh, and they they're interested in your club. Great. So then you'll go all right. I'll put an I'll put an offer in for them. Their wage is about two hundred pounds, and they come back to you. We want one thousand one hundred pounds a week, and I'm like. Yeah. What? That just doesn't make any sense. Why would you do? Why would you say you're interested in a club that can't afford you? You prick. Good museums. Yeah, good museums. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, the controls again, opposite to you. Yeah. Work really well on the handheld oh, and the PSP. Get in the <laughs> so it's like, well, I could because I live near it. And but it's just that. The, they're really intuitive. Like, as in, so you use your R button, your L button to skip forward and back on pages. Like, as in, you know, and it just it tells you. There's a little sort of bar at the bottom that tells you all the time what your buttons do. So even if you kind of think, oh, I'm offering a contract, so I need to press square. After about a month of, you know, not an actual month, you know, in, in game <laughs> month, that playing on it, you get used to, you know, like getting around the buttons quite quickly. I mean, they're not the easiest in so much that it's like. So if you want to set a team, it's like. You've got you have to do it in a certain order because if you remove someone from your attacking midfield place in the team, you'd have to press square, and then mm. if you then had to swap them as a substitute, blah blah blah. Um, but in general, like yeah, pretty good. So when you were describing how awfully hard yours were, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. It took such a back step. So like, because with my one, I could press R and get like a kind of drop down menu that would mm. give me various options, but then it would get confused between which thing was on top and all that kind of... Like, did you have any... Like, it wasn't anything like that. Like, all of the, the user yeah. interface stuff was just nice and clean, and it just... Super clean. The cleanest game I've oh, ever played. Oh, you swine. Yeah, it really was. Like, it's, in that, <laughs> it's so it's so simple. Like, yeah. in that, it, it's great. Um, it did... Fr- it froze me once. It froze me once. Early, early on, um, when I was... And it was me moving through the interface too quickly um, <laughs> with, to try and find information and it was just like me and just stopped um so that was annoying because it doesn't have an auto save so oh, okay I'm, i dropped like three weeks worth of i mean you know inverted commas work <laughs> holiday um, yeah exactly um oh we'll get to the holiday in a bit um so but is this this specific iteration of the game it felt like it's made to be handheld Mm. The pick up and go and the battery life you got out of it, the playability of that on the PSP was incredible. And I remember feeling this at the time when I had it. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm stunned at how well this played for a game that is now 18 years old. You know what I mean? I, I, I really was. Um, one, another little side, um, for some reason in Football Manager, Championship Manager, I always like to put an O at the end of my name. <laughs> So I'd always Great. be Fazzo? Chris, no, Chris Farreno, uh, right. because I feel like that really adds just something else Farreno. to my sort of managerial, yeah. you know, being. So yeah, well, yeah, they've shipped you in this mysterious new coaching entity from Italy. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. But I'd always be English. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> probably from Southport. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Farreno, Southport. Um. 
So yeah, I've, um, uh, I've, I've definitely popped an umlaut over the you in my last name every now yeah, and again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> who, who hasn't? Do you know what I mean, you just, this is your alter ego, you know, so much so that yeah. you just add an extra letter or an umlaut to your name. I usually end up having to take letters out. <laughs> my name's too too long, so quite often I end up becoming like Hosfeld. Hosfeld. <laughs> Isn't that that's definitely you know that's a bit that's Germanic? A, that, yeah. that, that, that's, that's a team in yeah the second division in Germany. <laughs> um, another, another another couple of other sides. There's a lot of facial injuries in 2005. Like every three minutes, my players are getting like a broken Blast. nose. <laughs> Down the lawnmower, you see. Like they're yeah, just getting in fights with lawnmowers. It's like they're just like constantly breaking cheekbones. It's just like what? Oh. What are you all doing? Like, that's just, in, injury just, du jour. That's just playing in the conference north. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, that's just that's just elbows all over the shop. <laughs> there was there was a lot of Lewis Boamorte news. Like, <laughs> like, like, I just like. All of a sudden, like, so you didn't really get too many emails about other things that are going on in the world. Apart from, for some reason, Louis Boamorte was very upset at Fulham for a long period. <laughs> like, but nobody was else it, popped up. Was he just telling you about it? Did he just needed a vent? Like, did he just need an outlet? <laughs> it was Louis Boamorte's MySpace. Like, just tapped into it by mistake. Unsubscribe. Yeah, I, did, I just didn't understand. He's back, he's, he's back at Fulham now. Is he? <laughs> He's coaching at Fulham now. But he was so unhappy in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah, that was, that was, there were just a couple of bits, really, when I was playing. But, um, yeah, so there's a football manager available in most places now. And there, there's apparently there's an app called Retro Football Management, which is a bit more like this. So right. um, I did look it up afterwards. And um, it looked very much like this version of the game, so it might be actually something that we sound like we're interested in. Where it's it a bit does sound a bit more like it's our, <laughs> our bag, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I did actually last night for like a minute. I went, I I streamed the console version of twenty twenty three to my phone for about a minute, and I found it unplayable because it's clearly not meant to be a touchscreen situation, much like yours. No, no. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was I was more interested in probably in in the version I had for the PSP. I felt like I was more invested in it. Yeah. Um. So, Southport expected to battle against relegation. We finished sixth, hey. and the top hey. five, you know, first team in the conference gets promoted, and then the next four go yeah. into the playoffs. I, uh, of course, yeah. yeah. I, of course, I lost the last game of the season to not get into the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> in of fact, course. even more so, I was third at one point and pushing for automatic promotion. I lost eight games in a row in April. Yeah. What, <laughs> that's what the game does. What is the yeah. game? What, what is this that's, game doing? Uh, that's sackable. It's <laughs> just sackable so... territory. But well, you say that the board was delighted the entire time, like because because I went from having about three grand worth of transfer to so I shipped out nine players, bought five, and I ended up with more transfer money and more wage money at the end. And the board were absolutely ecstatic that I'd made the profit. Yeah, it made them solvent. <laughs> um, so the last bit from me but on the is... game. Oh, sorry, Paddy, go. On. No, no, no. But this is this is what the game does. This is championship manager. This is football manager. Like. It, it does not matter what you do in the game; it will screw you over at some point. 
I'm gonna I'm about, yeah I'm about to out, uh, underline your point and you know put a, put across the T and dot an I on it. So I as an experiment I auto generated a season with me on holiday, entire season same team Southport no new signings allowed as a, as an option. It took about an hour to process on the PSP. Did it? Yeah, I plugged it in because uh, I was worried about the battery life at that point. It took about an hour. The team finished thirteenth. They won the FA Trophy. <laughs> I may as well not have fucking played at all. <laughs> Guess what? The board were delighted. <laughs> yeah, but did, did that version That's of you turn a profit? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But like the fact that they just took the exact same squad, yeah, went a whole year for an entire really year, amazing. and they won an actual piece of silverware. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, wonderful. So yeah, what a game. Um, solid, yeah. solid eight out of ten for me. Fair, really, fair. Really, really, I love that. I had a great, great time, an absolute great time. I, I mean, and I genuinely will go back and play that game again on my PSP without sort of like you know having to feel like I have to play it for you know for whatever reason or whatever. You know, it sounds like the sweet spot. Yeah, between, it really felt like, like having, it was having some some meat on the bone and and also being simple and like yep. you know being able to actually get around it, mm. um, but also sounds like you could just set it up to simulate. And- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just run a thousand, you know, a thousand different sort of combinations and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cool. So, uh, just wrapping up then. um, I guess I'm gonna ask a bit of a a sort of an odd question. Your favorite football formation that you, you know, (laughs) as a a manager, as a manager, what you gonna, what you gonna play? Um, I, I was trying to force Farnber into a three-five-two at one point. Um, then, nice. I, then I realised that some fucker had only got defenders in, mm. so not much point. Uh, we ended up with four four two. Every is default all the way for so many things. And Mike Bassett said that quote about <laughs> playing four four fucking two. Like, it, it's got to be four four two. Fair, fair. Paddy, what are you saying? Uh, I'm gonna go for my. Uh, I'm gonna go for the formation that got me into League One with Braintree, which was a 4-2-4, mm. like super offensive. Um, uh, and then like literally flat back four, two midfielders, flat front four, like no inverted <laughs> wingers or anything like that. And that got me from... Bludgeon that teams. Four strikers. <laughs> literally, literally that's, that's, that's what I did. It, it, I don't know why it worked. It has never worked since. <laughs> on Football Manager 2012 with Braintree Town, it fucking worked. I mean, it it sa- was great. It sounds like a fucking blitzkrieg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just just outscored every team. I think yeah. I conceded like 73 goals in one season and scored 95. <laughs> oh, that's the kind of offensive power Farnborough could only dream of. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, um, yeah, I think mine's 4-3-3. And mine's coming back to the real world. Once you've seen... Sadio Mane, Bobby Firmino, and Mo Salah playing in the top three sort of, you know, that, that you, you can't go back. You just have to do, just have to do it everywhere. You have to do it in your football manager games. Everything. You, just, you just guarantee you think it's going to work. So, um, yeah, no. Uh, so I think that's kind of us, really. Um, you know, thank you so much for joining us for these two yeah, podcasts, Paddy. It's been absolutely awesome getting all your insights and also just enjoying your company as usual. So, um, oh, no, guys, I've had a blast. Like, um, you know, like I said, I've, I've, I've listened to you guys since episode one and I, I remember saying to Faz like a few episodes in that it just, you know, with me being over here and, um, 
you know, obviously, I, I, I do love living here. It's, it's, it's been a great step in my life to come to Switzerland. I do absolutely love it here. But I do miss home. You know, I miss, I miss the football. I miss you guys. And this pod is like being able to have a conversation with my mates that I'm just not necessarily a massive part of. So being able to come and be part of the conversation has been absolutely awesome. You'll make me cry. Yeah, that's a lovely thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. We really appreciate you, dude. And that, that's lovely. Thank you so much. Um, plug yeah. your pod quickly. Yeah. Give so, us a plug. Yeah, give us a plug. Oh. Yeah. Uh, if you have any vague interest whatsoever in what's going on in uh, in Swiss football, check out the 15-minute Swiss football podcast available on Spotify, Amazon, Google, and Pocket Casts, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, and you say that as well. Like, I, I've picked up a vague interest in, in Civet now. So, you know, I, I genuinely <laughs> will be following them. To, they, are, this they, are a, they are a good team to pick up an interest in. I'm really excited to see what they do in the next couple of years. Um, but, yeah, look, Swiss football is, is often overlooked. Um, but there have been some great players to come out of this league in the last couple of, uh, probably the last decade or so. Um, some great coaches too. Um, it, it's it's a it's a country that loves sport, and football is one of those sports that it really likes. Still not maybe as much as ice hockey, but it's it's getting there. Cool, that's awesome. Um, can I just drop a plug as well, just to say if you didn't catch our um, live podcast on Monday, uh, so we did a in support of hashtag gaming for AS um, ankylosing and spondylitis and axial. Um, spondylar, uh, I can never do it. Spondylar oh, arthritis. So, <laughs> um, so in, in you know, and that was um, I guess in support of NAS, which is the National Axial Spondylar <laughs> Arthritis <laughs> Society. Um, and yeah, we did a live pod. It's on our Instagram reel if you follow us on Instagram. And um, yeah, mo- the first sort of part of it is a bit of my story about um having AS, but then. Um, and talk about in the sort of wider scheme of things and then also but then we do start talking about video games and we had our friends um Liam and Kyle on there and we talked about our best couch co-op games so if you are interested in catching that then please uh, check it out on our Instagram page so um once again thank you very much Paddy uh, and we will uh, speak to you all very soon cheers bye bye